It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Rack. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You're going to want to pay attention to our Twitter handles, Bo, mine, and Locked On Cardinals very closely over the next few days. We go to sleep last night. We wake up this morning to, oh my God, Patrick Peterson's going to get traded. Slow your roll, okay? Last year... Patrick Peterson, there was a source that came out and said that he wants out. A week later, he there writes... There wasn't a, a source. I mean, it's pretty much... we fr- did, It's from his agent. Okay. Speaking on behalf of Patrick Peterson. A week I, later. I don't think there was a whole lot of, like, is he saying this? Is he not? No, he, he requested a trade at one point last year. A week later, he writes a letter, pens a letter saying, I'm here to stay. Right. Et cetera. Right. So, it's been wishy-washy at best. With Patrick Peterson recently, I mean, you can't. Can you really blame the guy? Like they haven't had the best product on the field. Can I know? blame the guy for what wanting out, wanting to win? Mm, okay. I don't know. I, I mean, I he's mean, won for the mo- most of his tenure here, right? I mean, at least half of his season. The last three spent- years have been tough. Okay, but I mean, there should be some onus on on the players. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're the guys that are players win, right? It's not on the. Is it the coaches that that? Take the full so what, what's your what's your slant here? No, I just I think that it's it's much like Antonio Brown. I mean, this is if you're unhappy, then let's let's not let's not say that one week and then the next week say, well, I, I've talked to ownership. I feel good. I want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. Look, Larry Fitzgerald doesn't operate like this. You're right. He doesn't. He doesn't in you know a calendar year. Uh, one, he doesn't put out cryptic tweets ever because uh, if you haven't seen it. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Bob Rack. I don't know if you tweeted out, but I did. He did. Of Patrick Peterson on Instagram, and he boogie cousins it basically. The uh, the old um, what is it? Uh, my boys told me to watch out for snakes in the long grass. Was Boogie referring to George Carl? Yes. Yeah. Hashtag Savage Season, and it's a picture of the uh, the, the what the the. The throwback Cardinals. The throwback Cardinals secondary, and it's Justin Bethel, Tony Jefferson. Uh, you've got uh, Rashad Johnson in there. You've got Tyron Matthew and Patrick Peterson. What it means, we haven't seen anything definitive. I mean, you can kind of start to speculate it on your own, and you can take what happened last season, and I think that certainly has merit in this conversation. I just, if you want to be a leader of this team, if you want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald, this is not how you go about it. The next Larry Fitzgerald wouldn't say, I want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald sure. has never said, I'm the leader of this team. He's gone out Tim Duncan-wise and just said, you know what? This is how I'm going to play. I'm going to lead by example. Right. This is how it's going to be. But he's never verbally said it. Sure. Now, Bo and I are in the same camp here where don't be a baby. Handle things. I'm a man. Handle things like a man. You don't do this like a 16-year-old who just got broken up with. Right. Where it's like, you know what? Things don't always go your way. And let's let's kind of try to try to understand why this is coming. One, when the trade request came out, and then cooler heads prevailed, Patrick Peterson releases his statement. We had speculated 
that this is probably going to mean that Patrick Peterson is going to renegotiate. We haven't seen that. He hasn't renegotiated. So is he upset that he didn't get his money? Well, I was never in that camp. You right. were. Right. Absolutely. Okay. No, I was I was under no, the impression I'm, I'm that he just, wasn't going to be a Cardinal again. Look, I'm going over a couple of the scenarios here. Yeah. Is he mad that he hasn't been they – they haven't renegotiated and he's not the top-paid corner? Is he mad that the team isn't making a better effort to improve itself? Is he mad that they've been potentially shopping him this offseason after what? who knows what was said during those meetings after he requested the trade? So there's a lot of things that could be going on here. And Patrick Peterson, regardless of what it is, he's unhappy. And it's interesting to me because Patrick Peterson has been a pretty good soldier regardless. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, you don't want him saying things, but, you know, he's showing up for each and every workout. It'd be interesting to see if he's out there today. But he was there the last couple of weeks working out with teammates. And I'm sure he's paying, being paid handsomely for it. But I, I just, especially when you're just days away from the draft, the team doesn't need this. No, I agreed. I mean, that Alex Nancy Bobrock, I mean, that's, that's the main point here. But when it comes to Patrick Peterson and the last two times he's really been in the forefront of the news were for negative reasons. This one and then the one during the season. Antonio Brown was a model soldier, to, to use your term, up until he wasn't. Up until the time that he wasn't. Patrick Peterson is seeing all of these new guys getting new deals. Guys that are free agents, which obviously, you know, they weren't on the team, they're on the team, now they're getting money to come play for the team. Patrick's like, that should be my money. That should be my money. Jordan Hicks, that should be my money. And this I mean, is if, what if, I look, saw. If that's if that's his mentality, if that's his direction, no, that's... And then you're not the next Flair Fitzgerald. Agree. Reno? Nobody said he, I, I mean, he's the only one that said he was, that said he wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Larry Fitzgerald. But he doesn't understand what that means, what it means to be that. But right? also, now he's got kind of, of anybody that needs a tandem guy to work with on his own side of the football, he hasn't had one. Right. He hasn't had a guy that he could trust to take on the one receiver that, that you know, well, look at Patrick Peterson can only defend one guy at a right. time. Well, and Larry Fitzgerald for a lot of time was the only receiver, and he didn't even have a quarterback. I think he's got a bigger problem than than Patrick Peterson has ever faced. That's, I mean, the the one thing here is Patrick Peterson is a lockdown corner, and they don't grow on trees. And I I'm there's concern on my part that this team hasn't done either one what it said it was going to do when in, in their you know their intimate conversations that they had with Michael Bidwell, not a lot of team presidents meet with players. And that's the that's kind of the risk you run, that if you're not going to keep up your end of the bargain, you're going to have upset players. Yeah. And then you also have, we keep on saying Antonio Brown, we're watching it today with Odell Beckham, how he's kind of airing some dirty laundry about the New York Giants post-Giants career, now that he's a member of the Cleveland Browns. But regardless, we're seeing some big-name stars, in a way, benefit, find themselves, you know, where they want it to be, out of their old respective organizations, and they facilitated that by being outspoken in the media, didn't they? So I think at, at this point, at this juncture, he's really showing what he wants, right? I and mean, can you, can you repair with the fan base, the court of public opinion, the wounds that you're opening? Because it's, it's this is not the first time, though. This is the second time. And even if they go to the negotiating table and he forces their hand in to a new deal, aren't fans going to be upset? I mean, it's not going to be just like, well, he's worth it. I mean, yes. when's he going to be unhappy well, again? Well, and Bo, one of the one of the big differences is with Patrick Peterson and the other guys you mentioned. Le'Veon Bell, we can throw in that category as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. 
there was always a scapegoat not named those players who wanted out at, at different locations. Pittsburgh, it was Big Ben, and then Antonio Brown overshadowed Le'Veon Bell not playing for that year when he sat out the last game of the season when they inevitably lost and didn't make the playoffs. Odo Beckham, you could blame Eli for him being unhappy. Who do you blame in the Arizona organization, aside from Michael Bidwell, for Patrick Peterson being unhappy? So it makes him look worse than it did Odo Beckham and Antonio Brown even because those guys are diva receivers. Well, they're diva receivers, and they didn't have a quarterback that either wanted to throw them the ball or that they had a good relationship with or that could throw them the ball to get them in the end zone. But as so far it's as, different. Yeah, and as far as Peterson's concerned, if you're, if you're getting bad information, if people are not keeping up their end of the bargain, it's a fool me once, fool me twice situation. Absolutely, especially with this front office. Very good point. On the other side, we teased yesterday – some possible trade down options. What just being speculative because we don't really adhere to those rumors until they become somewhat solidified. We're kind of focusing on what the Cardinals will do with the number one pick that they will stick and stay and choose from. This Patrick Peterson situation adds another wrinkle into the draft stories that have already been surrounding the Cardinals coming up in the next couple of days. So we'll talk about that more next. Locked on Cardinals. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Fox Sports 910 contingent here, me 1-4 to on the Freaks, Bo 4-7 to on the drive, Monday through Friday. I'm pissed. Like, Igor Kokoskov gets fired by the Suns. Then Patrick Peterson comes out today. It's This is adding a train wreck to injury. This is adding way more than just insult injury to, to coin the old adage. This is muddying, turning the anarchical, anarchy state of Phoenix sports seemingly into an even worse situation, which I didn't think was possible. Like... People, I, I've got a lot of crap, way more than Bo did, because Bo's not as negative as I am, which is a nice attribute to have. Give me something to be positive about, and I'll be positive. I'm looking for it. I'm yearning for it. It's been two years, and I'm yearning for something that's substantive. Well, especially when you're, you know, 48 hours away, basically from a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. You're gonna Potentially. Have, you're going to have a split f- fan base, regardless of what you do. At the number one pick, unless it's maybe trade down, unless it's maybe trade down and you get a boatload of picks and everybody's going to be fat and happy, right? But I don't, I don't, I don't. But know. that may not be the best move. If Nick, if Nick Bosa or Quinn Williams is surefire number one, dude. I mean, it's 
They, the fans not going to be happy clear, if it's they, not. They aren't enough to where they they have taken out any of the conversation because of what Rappaport's reporting that they're deciding in the next couple of days. If I mean in the drafts where it was like Andrew Luck or it was Miles Garrett or it was can't miss prospects, mm-hmm. the conversation was over. Well, right? Miles Garrett was. I don't know who went number two. There was there was somebody else up there. Miles Garrett wasn't a surefire immediately. He I, was closer he was. to this than. No, I mean he was a Miles Garrett was way bigger prospect, especially rushing the pasture than Nick Bosa. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I mean, I agree with that, especially when you look at his upside. What was it, the 2016 draft? 2017. 2017, coming out of Texas A&M. I mean, it's just who who is the top quarterback off the board in that draft? So it was Trubisky. It, it was Trubisky at two, right? Yeah. So the Bears made the and Trubisky had 13 starts in college, and then you had Deshaun Watson, and you had. Uh, Patrick, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. So it's those guys. I mean, despite having hindsight as twenty twenty, they weren't regarded as big time quarterback prospects. I think Miles Garrett was, especially when you look at the Cleveland franchise. Man, they needed a quarterback. Yeah. But they thought Garrett was was worth the uh, worth the pick. I don't know. Regardless, it's just. I think if there was the clear cut number one, they'd be going clear cut number one guy. Right. right? Yeah. So. As far as I'm concerned, the organization absolutely doesn't need this. Is this a, is this another move? And this would be like we've been doing a lot this offseason, giving I think giving the organization that has been so terrible, so futile the last couple of years, and as far as their decision making, too much credit. That if they said, if they are indeed shopping Patrick Peterson, mm-hmm. they're saying, let's make some noise in the media. Let's let's conjure up. Let's make it known. You're available. Let's get some teams kind of titillated a little bit by the idea of Patrick Peterson. We're close to draft day. Teams are going to be a little bit quicker to pull the trigger. Draft night. Let's see what we can get. Let's see if we can just pique the interest of not only Josh Rosen or the number one pick. Let's get it in our our number one asset. Our number one asset on the roster. And it's got it's that's not nobody's arguing that it's Patrick Peterson, isn't it? He's he's under control for the next two years. Um, and he's a lockdown corner. Yeah. I mean, I what I don't understand, we'll, we'll get to the potential trade scenarios in a second. Oh, boy. Are going to do that? Well, I just want to ask, w- regarding Patrick Peterson, yeah. if it were, I mean, we're taking the information at, at hand at this point, and, and if they were to trade Patrick Peterson, that means that they would have a good amount of money. What What's the point of having all of this it's money? Not to- amount, it's not about the money. It's, it's, it's at this point really trying to expedite your rebuild, right? And you're acquiring assets. You're you're acquiring draft capital and then you're you're trying you're building for tomorrow. But a rebuild punting, doesn't mean you're punting on the 2019 season. Any chance that you're going to make some noise, you are pretty much conceding that, right? But a rebuild needs veteran uh Pro Bowl leadership. A rebuild doesn't mean you get as young as possible. Well, how much how much do you need? I mean, you've got Chandler Jones, you got Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald's going to be gone after this year. Well, I mean, Patrick Peterson's going to be gone in two years. I mean, it's if you can. No, look, he can I, be, I don't. I don't agree with the move, and this is a complete. It was complete, you know, speculation on my part. But what? And I, like I said, we're giving them too much credit. Could they? Were they the ones behind this saying, "Hey, both we want we want to mutually part ways"? But how how can we how can we drive the price up as much as mm-hmm. possible? Who, I mean, you're you're one of the teams that's sitting there on draft night, and you're a contender. You've got a late first round pick, 
and you say you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you're sitting there, what is it, 20 or 21? Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, he would look great in, uh, in, in black and yellow. Uh, let's make this happen. Here's our first round pick plus this, you know? I mean, how can, how can you can't pass it, it up? I got to say that this is probably the most tantalizing it's ever going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And this is, it's interesting the timing of all this. Again, yeah. there are stories. But I'm, I think I'm giving them too much credit. You, I really you see do. yours. So this is just happenstance. I, I think, I, I honestly don't think that this team could facilitate such a, you know, this much strategy, you know, taking the players involved. Taking, utilizing the media. Well, obviously something happened because it, it yielded this post. Look, if something, but I honestly. I mean, obviously I a conversation about, happened. Happenstance. I mean, we're looking at a team that's that pretty much has been telegraphing what they're going to do with yeah. the top pick. And it's yeah. it's very, it's very, there's a very real possibility. And I'm not saying it's a 100% guarantee rubber stamp lock yeah. that Kyler Murray is the guy. But if it is, this is something that traces back to the NFL scouting combine where potentially your rookie head coach would just spouting off at the mouth that they're going to take a quarterback. Right. And what quarterback's tied to him? It's not Dwayne Haskins. It's Kyler Murray. Yeah. And it's like the same thing could have been happening. Like Patrick Peterson's people found out that they've been shopping him after what was told to him back, was it October or November? I mean, it's I, – I, I don't want to give him that much credit. If they do – I, I'll golf clap. Well, well, what if, for all we know at this point, Bo, somebody called and inquired about Patrick Peterson? Then it's the same thing as when you when you look at what's alleged against Sean Miller and in, in the Arizona Wildcats basketball program. It's like if somebody called, you picked up, and even if you told them to pick up to to screw off, that's still a conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of nuance there. Good organizations. They have conversations. They've got open lines of communication, well, especially, especially with their with their stars. If he found this out from an outside source that wasn't Steve Kimer, Michael Bidwell, that there had been trade discussions about him, meaning say they say the Chiefs called because that's the name, Antonio Bryant. I don't know if he's trying to make a name for himself or what, former NFL or wide receiver. And he was the one that said Cardinals aren't drafting Kyler Murray. One of them that said the Cardinals, he has a source that said they're not drafting Kyler Murray. And then there was another, he came out this morning and there's an article on Pro Football Talk uh, kind of uh, breaking it down a little bit and more succinctly saying, that he they've already traded with the Chiefs. They've already traded Patrick Peterson to the Chiefs. Obviously, it's been debunked by a couple outside sources, sure. but the fact that there are words about it may or may not mean... Oh, it's a smoke and fire situation, right? Right, but Bo, just because Patrick Peterson posted this about it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he knows the whole story. Sure. Sure, and but- that's something. This these are snap judgments by millionaires who are ego hungry, want to be. If he wa- if he's saying he wants to be the face of the franchise, that means he's not getting enough love. Yeah, but there's a simple there's a simple way, especially this day and age when you can send even send a text, which I would I don't recommend if you're the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals or if you're Michael Bidwell. If Patrick Peterson posts that, and his understanding is. Or you don't even know what it is. If you think that there's some sort of cloudy situation with what he feels and what actually happened, it's like, hey, Steve Kahn got a call on Patrick Peterson. He said, blow me away, and we can talk about it. And that was the extent of the conversation, which any general manager on any player, especially coming off a 3-13 and season, yeah. should have those conversations. Um, Patrick Peterson needs to, one, understand it's a business, and two, understand that – that's not a loyalty issue, right? Right? Uh, it's a business it, issue. It's a business issue. And I think of all people, Patrick Peterson, if he wants to know be fit Larry Fitz, 
understands the business side of the of the of, until of the until it's you until it's you but that's until it's you but then that's just not being a good leader man well that's no not, no but, that's but, not, but, that's but, but we've really never true. we've never been through that it's like you're dating somebody and then somebody says listen these are the parameters it's like somebody say another dude calls i don't know the girl that i'm dating and says i will pay you a hundred million dollars to break up with him and come start dating right. me something ridiculous like i'll give you a first rounder this year and two twos in the next couple of years sure you have to be open to it oh, until no doubt about no no it. but until it's you until it's me right we have no idea what the hell is going on it's like it's like you have a 90 percent chance of um of i don't know having well, this let me, let me th- this, this thing removed from but just because it's 90 percent and you're going in for a surgery it's not 100%, and percentages don't matter when it's you. There's a, there's a lot of analogies, a lot of scenarios, a lot of hypotheticals here, but I will say I agree with you. Uh, the one thing that's the, for reality, reality for Patrick Peterson is he's, he's an incredible cornerback, yeah. right? He's awesome. He's been a lockdown, but as far as being the type of person, especially when you talk about the relationship scenario, where somebody would give up hundreds of millions of dollars to just be with the one they love, right? Yeah. He's not that. Yeah. He's not. He's Ain't not that. Happen. Larry Fitzgerald might be. Yeah. You know? Used to. Quarterbacks was. usually are, are worth that squeeze, right? But I, I hate to say it, Patrick Peterson, you're you're incredible. But, man. If they I mean, can get a first rounder for him. And that's, that's what I want to talk about next. I mean, Patrick Peterson, first rounder. We talk about it, all the other scenarios. Here's a draft day scenario that if you're the Cardinals, you would be hard-pressed to turn down. That's up next. It's Locked On Cardinals, Bo and Alex. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wrapping up here, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Patrick Peterson posts some shady stuff on Instagram, snake in the grass, two (laughs) days ahead of the draft. Just another day here in Phoenix for Phoenix Sports. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. So now it's time for Bo to explain to us a draft day scenario that because of his love for Patrick Peterson, and by love, I don't mean blind love. I mean true appreciation for how important he is to the Arizona Cardinals. What Bo's about to say, I feel like I'm safe in speaking for him, may make him excited and want to throw up at the same time. (laughs) So take the stage, bro. Well, I mean, if we're looking, we're looking at a team as three and thirteen. I don't think any scenario should be out of the out 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 of the realm of possibility, right? I mean, here's a reality we could be staring down in just a, in a few short hours. 
that the Arizona Cardinals could draft Kyler Murray number one overall. And they're going to change the direction that they're going to go at the quarterback position for the franchise. That creates availability for Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, I, I think you're nuts unless you get at least first round pick for him. Looks like it's going to be at, least, uh, at the most a second round pick. Uh-huh. Maybe you can get multiple picks for him. Whatever you do, if you can maximize Josh Rosen's value, good on the Cardinals, get a second round pick. Okay? So you, you, get a, you get maybe a mid to high second round pick for Josh Rosen. Then you take Patrick Peterson, and that guy is going to command maybe a late first round pick. Now, if you're sitting there and you're looking at the Arizona Cardinals, and they really haven't done much offensively, and they're not going to utilize, maximize the number one overall pick to improve their roster, they can certainly do it by a couple now trade assets that we didn't think were necessarily available. Available, yeah. And I think if you're the Arizona Cardinals and the direction you're going with Kyler Murray and that you're going to have to go through the lumps of a rookie quarterback, and especially a guy with as many question marks as Kyler Murray has, that at this point, if you can get Patrick Peters, a deal for Patrick Peterson, I would be hard-pressed to turn my nose up at it. Isn't it crazy that he's eight years older than Josh Rosen and he's going to command more than... Josh Rosen in draft capital. But I, I just think is that weird? Well, no, but no. It, well, here's the thing. I mean, not more. I mean, as far the as, higher draft pick to start the package. As far as the market is concerned, at the end of the first round, it's littered with teams that were in the postseason last year, yeah, right? And they feel like they're a player away, and most of those teams are not a quarterback away. They're not looking for the the deal in in Josh Rosen. That's a good point. So I think that it's it's just that you've got a star caliber player available. You can get it for first and hopefully some. I I I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough to say. This is taking both of us off guard, by the way. No, I mean, like we weren't. I, I wasn't prepared it could to be, talk. Com- like, it could be completely like we could be just you know, whistling Dixie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I but where where there's smoke, there's fire. Like I said, this is the second time, and this this cryptic tweet nonsense. If it's if it's nothing more than that, needs to stop. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, this is the time of the program where we remind everybody that we still think that they should take Nick Bosa number one overall. And I still believe that they will. Like, I'm not... I Here's the thing, mm-hmm. is for... And I've trusted Steve Kime because you have to at this point. That was one of the first things we talked about. When he, when he didn't get fired this offseason, you have no option but to trust him until he becomes untrustworthy right. again. If... They are, if I were to, if I'm going to trust him, which I am, I believe that this Kyler Murray thing is to get as much stock as the number one overall pick as possible. I'm still go, I'm going to go down with that, that Titanic ship. Hopefully this time it'll Let me avert from the damn iceberg. Let me ask you this. You can stay in that camp, but the odds that the NFL draft, especially the first round Thursday mm-hmm. night is going to be absolute insanity and the Cardinals are going to be at the forefront of that as far as wheeling and dealing, whether it's the first pick, whether it's Josh Rosen or Patrick Peterson, I think that this cements that. It's going to be Looney Tunes come Thursday night. With the Patrick Peterson thing? Peterson or even 2-1, their second round first overall, or 3-1, they're going to be big-time wheelers and dealers, i got to imagine, on Thursday night. And that's what frightens me. It's exciting, though. It is, but it's, it's like, do you want the girl next door or do you want the model? Girl next door, chances are you're going to have a longer relationship with the stereotypical, you know, old adage of this conversation. Nick Bosa could be a pro bowler perennially. And 
the history or Quinn and Williams. The history has shown that he that could, is the better play. He could be the next Patrick Peterson, a good player on a bad team. Could be. I, I just I think that with the guy with the pieces they've brought in, and at this point, Steve Kime has done more this offseason than he has in the last two combined. I mean, not offensively yeah. at all, not offensively at all, but the defensive additions that they've made are low impact on the salary cap, but potentially right. very, very high ceilings. Like, he's done a very good and meticulous job bringing in players sure. that will fit the scheme for Vance Joseph. So, sure. at this point, if you want to double down on that, it's really what it's going to come down to. Do you want to double down on a defense that could be the anchor for the future for the next, you know, five or six years? Or are you just going to throw everything out the window, throw caution to the wind, and say, you know what? I'm either going to get fired after this season or I'm going to win GM of the year. It's going to be one of the two with Kyler Murray. I don't think there's really any in between. You want to t- discuss Kyler Murray's Wonderlick score? Tomorrow. We will. <laughs> because today, Patrick Peterson, this is more important. Put it this way. Kyler Murray, I his Wonderlick score was about as impressive as his height compared to the history of winning quarterbacks in the NFL. We'll talk about it more tomorrow, Locked on Cardinals. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.